It's because he couldn't afford the medical bills. <laughs> Stupid. That means he's in the hospital dying or something? No, special kid. Oh. <laughs> My list still has to explain his jokes to me. Are we ready? Are we ready? Oh, shit. We're already rolling. Oh, that was a bad joke. Oh, good morning, everyone. We're here with my cousin Maile. It's the Jing and Mai show. <laughs> we feel like this world needs a little laughter and we got a lot to give. Okay, Maile works at, he just found out, he's an essential worker. Um, yeah. And he works at. Just found that out. What, Smith? <laughs> yeah. Um, how's yeah. it been? Has it been crazy? Yeah. Ah, there's so much people. So, it's, you're not stupid. You're idiots. Freaking <laughs> people just load carts and like, wow. Well, there's one lady who just like, literally, there's a shelf for just clearing stuff. She went like this, and it just dropped all of it in her car. Are you serious? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, you don't even know how to cook half that stuff. Ugh, I don't even know. I think people are like going through their toilet paper and food like in days, which is ridiculous. Well, everyone's home, that's why. And if you think about it, Utah has big families, right? We have 10 people in the house. But most of them are going. guys. Girls is Not the one that use the up. most. And the baby. The baby. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, like, when they say quit hoarding, they forget that the kids are home. Like, everyone's home right now, right? And so, like... The families are big here, so of course it's going to be a lot. However, I think they can fix that. Feed them just as much as the school feed them. And one lunch, you know what I mean? Like, you can only go in the fridge. Like, I've seen a lot of people do that. Gotta pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure your parents still put you on a timeline when you can go in the fridge, right? No. (laughs) They still had me in a timeline when I was a kid. So when they see me, I'm just like that kid. Uh, and so they yell like, at me. Marley, get out of the fridge. <laughs> Two more times. Why are you stupid? <laughs> no, but like, um, for the stores being packed and stuff, have you ever saw like people doing good stuff and being nice to other people in this time of pandemic, I guess? Yeah, they're, they're like, um, well, they're being nice to us. They're like, thank you for your hard work. I was like, yeah, 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 shut up. <laughs> <laughs> for sacrificing your health away yeah. from your family. I was like, bye, you should be home right now. Everybody should be home. <laughs> well, <sighs> at least we're grateful that we still have a job because there's a lot of people probably yeah. stressing out there with this pandemic and the bills just coming in, you know? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm grateful for. Yeah. I'm just annoyed by people. That's all. <laughs> gratitude. Gratitude. Just stay God home. Um, Free. What do you call so since wise guys have been down you've been working you're a new father like how have you been filling your time with finding that humor because like that's our coponism coponism is not even a word yeah i did i I just make it out i I, I think i put coping Coping. mechanism together (laughs) that could be a word word. coponism it will be we should make hoodies coponism coponism coping mechanism Anyways, back to the story. That's our coponism is comedy, right? Like, that's why we get along so well because we like making each other, yeah. other people laugh. Any kind of humor. I like any kind of humor. So have you been, yeah. like, watching stuff? So oh, yeah. But nobody wants to watch it with me. 
So I watch by myself. We should have a <laughs> Zoom watch around. party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zoom watch party. Watch what Miley's watching. Um, we talk about as far as like our our what we're doing and like the goals that we're trying to meet because like we talk about this all the time like we have a goal you know how are you still progressing towards your goal during this whole thing like well, are you yeah well i mean thankful for my job so like i got that time to listen to the podcast write notes write jokes i'm writing those down and i'm like um we're getting close to moving out thank goodness um yeah, it just it just gives me so much time. It gives me like, well, our lives haven't even changed. Yeah, which is funny. That is your life, right? But then with all this going on, it's like makes me more motivated to be, I don't know, just to do more, stay more focused. Cause I don't know, I just want to get things done now for some reason. So with COVID, I read this thing. Um, this guy wrote this tweet. Um, Mark Norman, he was like, it took a pandemic for me to learn what a governor does. Wow. And then people underneath were like, it took me a Is pandemic. Is he a governor? No, he's a comedian. Oh. <laughs> and, he's like, and then people underneath were like, it took me a whole pandemic to learn how to wash my hands. <laughs> and then it took me a whole pandemic to learn how much toilet paper I need. <laughs> and I was like, bro, that's... That's yeah, I don't crazy. know. I'm just more focused right now. I also I also feel focused too. And like you didn't lose any time because you're still going through your daily schedule, yeah, right? Yeah. I think the only thing is like your days off. You can't go eat out and go shopping and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're saving a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Well, now. <laughs> That's dope. Saving money. That's good. Well, you, you can still work though, yeah? I work from home, yeah. Yeah. It's That's it's nice. definitely hard, but I mean, I find things to be grateful for, and it makes it easier. Just remembering that we're still employed. Um, so Mylan and his family risked their lives to come see me the other day. Um, I kind of <laughs> wanted to talk about that. Like, what? <laughs> Can you kind of explain? I don't like, cry. Your whole family. No, I was just kidding. I honestly, I haven't even cried yet. Honey. Oh no, not on camera. That I'm just kidding. You can cry whenever you want okay go it's not in front of me <laughs> so did your mom did your yeah. mom tell you guys is coming to visit me or what happened yeah um well mom broke the news to us just um in the morning and then I was on like, text yeah and i was like i got it on text too i was like nobody freaking called me <laughs> nobody called me what? dude my mom that raised me texted me and was like hey did your mom let you know dad passed away and i was like I literally came out running and was like, nay, my sperm donor passed away. And then I just <laughs> went donor. back in. Well, that's that's been his name for life oh, for at least the last him? decade. Yeah. Even in his face. Like, I mean, we come from a family that make fun of each other all the time. You know, it's it's. And that's literally what he was, you know. But <laughs> anyways, they, they were shocked. But I think one thing that I was is at, at peace, my cousin said, because he's not hurting anymore, you know. But anyways, continue your story. So mom guys told you. Yeah, no, I woke up and then my was like, oh, Jinx, Jinx, uh, real dad died. Or I think she said it like that. Or Jinx dad died. I was like, first I thought. Uncle Gerard, right? Because yeah. um, 
that's, that's my dad. Who who was mm-hmm. the? I was like, oh, because you know him as sperm donor. <laughs> See, right? Don't you know no, him as sperm donor? Sperm donor. I was there. I was like, oh, freak. Wait, she has a freaking Uncle Joe. Yeah. And the last time I saw him, he's like, I just remember him, and I was like. Oh, he was in like pain last time yeah. I saw him. Yeah, yeah. He's been battling this for a long time. Like to the point where I think I cried enough tears for him, you know. I've said goodbye so many times because the doctor said he only has this much to live, you know. I dropped everything, went home like to his side like all the time. And I think I think honest I honestly think that he wouldn't want anyone to cry for him, you know. Like we've been crying for him. Um But one thing that I do I am sad is that he died alone. With this COVID nineteen, he had to be in the hospital. I oh. thought he he died at home, but then of course, still nobody called me, you know. Um, but um, yeah, he was in the hospital. Oh, come inside, Dad! I literally told my mom that raised me that because she was like, "He's gonna come over there and haunt you." I was like, "What do you mean?" He came here as soon as he passed away over there. We had some drinks, and I told him that this is my last time drinking alcohol because I'm gonna kill it with him. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he pretty much died from, alcohol. But, um, yeah, I appreciate that. That was so cool to, like, have family. Even though, like, social distancing, everybody stay in the car, like. No, but at, at the end of it all, that's family. You know, that's the cool thing about our family is, like, no matter what, at the end of the day, it's still about family. Yeah. And, you know, we do that for anybody mm-hmm. in our family, especially those Especially you, us all being so far away. You're the only Lalim tie we have in Utah. And then there's that tie back to that little island over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> With the dirty benches <laughs> that my little don't like to sit yeah. on at Makahiki. <laughs> well, hopefully they see this and then they do something about it. See, exactly like that. Make we a just... change. I'm making a change. You're welcome, future generations. Oh, Clean Michael benches. Jackson. I'm gonna make a change. But it's hard though because like the the dirt, the winds, everything, like you'll be have janitors wiping them down every single day. This Coming from Molokai, we're grateful for what we have, you know? Like if you're on Maui <laughs> and stuff, you're easy to access to like make a new bench. You know what I mean? Yeah. We keep those benches since I was little, I think. Probably. Those wooden ones with. <laughs> Save the planet. You say money though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, but I'm I'm super um grateful for for being funny, you know, finding humor and positivity. Where do you get that from, you think? I think it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> coping. <laughs> I think it's a coping. Because I feel like our family don't show much love. We're always joking and roasting each other like i was For just real? on um zoom yeah my dad's side my sperm donor side like i was on zoom um with all my cousins or facetime with all my cousins and we we're talking talking and i was lifting one of my cousins off she's a um tattoo artist and the brother oh, was cool. just roasting her and i was like man we're still stuck on like roasting everybody how about let's just like lift each other up and feel each other's fire you know but like that's just who we are yeah like our moms (laughs) made fun of us our moms like talked down to us you know what i mean like that's our way to like boost each other up is like making fun of them because we think my mentality was like dude there's meaner people out there if you can't handle my jokes 
you're gonna yeah. lose out there you know what i mean yeah, yeah so like it built made your mind stronger but it also <clears throat> made your words harder because you gotta fight back you know what i mean you gotta you like go deep <laughs> yeah yeah like your mama you is this nigga we came from the same <laughs> you know like shit like that like um but yeah i think i think it made my mind strong it made my heart cold like our family don't show love you know like our family is a different kind of love actually not don't show love different but. kind yeah get that i think it's probably the upbringing um there's like um you know poor people mm-hmm. i wouldn't say i wouldn't okay i classify as poor because we were we had rough times yeah and so you didn't have the money to go out to restaurants you didn't have like stuff to go out um you had to make up your own good times. You know, you had to make your own good times happen. You had to make those things. So one of ways, humor, um, like music and all that, like instruments. And uh, we didn't have video games growing up. So we had to do like just random stuff, go outside, um, throw sticks and rocks at each other. Um, my dad's fun was cleaning the yard. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> that wasn't humorous to me. But you just make your own fun, you know? Yeah. That's why Molokai kids, you know, they all just, like, running outside with a diaper. You know those kids, Yeah, right? chasing chickens. <laughs> chasing that's chi- a game. Yeah, catching chickens, fighting chickens on the fighting side Fighting chickens, yeah. yeah. And then running barefoot and all that. Yeah. Making up games, like throwing slippers. Oh, you guys ever did, you guys ever did that? <laughs> Those slippers? Those slippers. We used to have war corn wars and my mom guys would be so pissed if they found out but it wasn't talked about because that's what our family was right cornfield workers cornfield. so we go into the <laughs> cornfields <laughs> and it's like high like they can't even see us and we just like grab some corns and like try find people and just like launch them at them <laughs> we even have built ourselves like a clubhouse which it was just like a a big um wood yeah and we just sat there in the middle of like the chiaves like we were yeah we we grew up through it kind of a thing. I even almost sat, um, set my PHP park on fire. You know, the cab is in there. I threw a flower firework, Ooh. like almost caught it on fire. Like we <laughs> ran the streets and like, that was a good thing. My, my parents worked all the time. I find it positive is like everybody came to my house cause no one was home. Yeah. Like we all just hung out all the way to our, our parents actually came home even after that. But, but I think you're right. We, we did what we can. Like yesterday's quote, do what you can, where you can, when you can, with whatever you have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely grateful being raised like that. Cause like, I don't need much now as an adult, you know, to keep me, to keep me like, what is that called? Like entertained. Yeah. And I saw like humbling, like mm-hmm. just looking back at where you came from to where you're now. It's like, my dad told me a, a story about these two throw like, um, cow poop. They used to have the cows and or horse just poop in the in the next lot next to your house, and you see just throw each other all when dry, it dry wet. Yeah. <laughs> and they, imagine there's seven kids throwing crap at each other. Or That's crazy. At least, at least five or six. Yeah, because we had. Also... Do you remember the tree in front of Tutu's house, the um, tangerine tree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came up with an idea. Like as a kid, you try and make things fun, right? Like making your own stuff. So I had my uncle build like a just a Uncle Allen, just like um just grab us wood and then he spray painted on um, targets oh, and yeah. we'd squeeze the orange and we'd like try and aim. You know, it was kind of cool because like I and 
um, eye and hand contact kind of a thing or whatever you call it. Hand eye coordination. Coordination, knowledge gets there last. Just kidding. But it's crazy that we're talking about this because um, one thing that I did when I found out that my dad died was that I wrote and I used to write a lot as a kid. And the thing that I wrote at, actually, I'm, I'm actually going to read it. Um, it talks about going back to memories, you know, um, when one passes, we keep memories as tickets at any time we use them and the current we forget. Our attention goes to the feelings we once felt a reminder that we can continue on with our bad self. Experiencing death during a pandemic can take a toll mentally and physically unauthentic. So hold on to those tickets to help keep sane. Don't look for any reasons or anyone to blame. Hold tight to the positives of the day. Keep tracking your wins. Find kind things to say. Appreciate the support, but don't sink in the pity. Death can be sad, hard, or whatever you choose to see. So I think like memories, just like talking about like little kids like i literally like took a trip back there like and it made me feel giddy inside because i remember like all my friends that i had you know and like the feeling we got like kind of like recess you know i was always dj by the way (laughs) but like those are good times and it helps us it helps us to remember that and the feeling that we get in bad times you know what i mean yeah so i i truly think that like memories are an escape and we should we should definitely hang on to it. Um I listen to do you do you watch the Diesel Brothers? No. I don't watch them. I know of them. Did you do you listen to their podcast? No. Okay, so I don't think I wrote it down, but um it's called Heavy D Checklist and he talks about and it's pretty cool cuz they're like all Mormon dads and they're like all badasses too. And so like huge, they swear and they funny. Um, but he talks about how we need to have both sides of the spectrum, good and bad, because on our bad, on our good days, it reminds us that um, we what the bad days look like, and on our bad days, it reminds us that the good days can be good again, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, like in this in this whole thing that we're going through, it can be hard if you make it. You know, if you think of things, if you're on social media. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got to be, like, stronger than our minds, right? And so, like, everyone's tripping out when they call and check in on me because I'm, like, checking in on them at the same time. And, like, I forget myself and, like, focus the attention on them, you know? And they're, like, like it's okay. You can cry. Like, I literally <laughs> am so grateful. Like, I'm grateful for so many things that the it outweighs all the negativity, you know? And so, like, I, even though I'm not crying about all of this, like, I think it's a happy thing, you know, that I'm making it a happy thing that, like, he's free, you know, like. Well, then that's like, um, when people say it's okay, you can cry. Like, I think that's, that's just them looking out for you. They want you to get the negative out already. And for you to, um, overcome that and oversee the negative with positive and like you're not even cover it it just takes over like you feel the negative but then the positive you see is outweighs mm-hmm. outweighs the negative which is something people i think that's what um depression um depressed people lack is overcoming or well, outweighing the positive over negative mm-hmm. i mean it's, it is hard you just lost a father like yeah oh that's your own blood 
but at the same time you seek positivity you see you look for it you find it you know like right. you look for trouble you gonna find it like attention goes yeah. or energy flows where attention goes yeah it's like manifesting and all mm-hmm. that stuff and then you know if you continue to spiral like oh he's gone and i'm just gonna sad and cry 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 it just compiles on makes you worse and then it gets to a point where it the negative outweighs the positive. You can never dig yourself back out of it. Right. And that's where, like, probably the negative, like, talk comes or the negative jokes come or mm-hmm. the negative is everything. Because like, you're just swimming in all yeah. the negativity. We're not releasing it in the right way. Yeah. You're just burying yourself. But yeah, just like how, you know, you remember the good days and the, and the bad days. It's like that, that healthy balance mm-hmm. of... um that helps you for sure push over push through through that i mean that's that's a good thing that you're doing mm-hmm. for yourself and for others that you're checking on because then not only do they feel good that you're checking on them but they'll feel good that you're checking on them to spread that positivity and they'll yeah. feel bad at the same like we felt sad for you like ah like i wonder what she's going through I, um we can help her Bring yeah. her this stuff, make her feel better. And you come out just smiling. Like, it's not nonchalant smiling, but it's a positive, like, here's some love. You guys gave me some love. Here's some love back to you guys. Yeah. And we definitely felt that too. You could feel my energy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think, like, with all this podcast and talking to people, and like, we literally talk about where we came from, you know, I think that helped me, especially like, bringing out all the feelings and like reprogramming there's no it's not a coincidence that i started reprogramming my mind because if i didn't and i was who i was like maybe a year ago maybe a couple months ago i would be different handling all of this you know like i mean just what last week i had a hard day just working at home right like Mm. it was so tough i told name man i can't jump on the cameras today you know and like it's at home that's why like being here in this environment especially with everybody on their own grind like dude it like helps you know like you are who you hang out with for sure and if you're left alone i think that's that's how you can fall into depression because like there's so much time by yourself that your mind you know what i mean if you don't like listen to a podcast or read a book or like yeah it just takes over dude especially like single people too yeah like yeah you you guys are all single, right? Yep. Did, yeah. So like, like I I'm, feel like we made this like a community kind of a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever watched um, Step It Up? How they all live in that house? Not house. It's like an abandoned. Oh, the dance one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all outcasts. It, yeah. It feels like that. Like, yeah, their parents like told them, no, you can't. You have to get a real job, but they wanted to work on the passion show. They all just made a community. I feel like these guys adopted me kind of for the week, you know what I mean, to do that. But it's cool because as soon as a, a thought comes, I'm like, dude, Nate, roll the cameras. And like, it's, it's, I think it's not, it's kind of like Jersey Shore, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's always the camera on. But and it's um, so convenient right now that you guys are all together, the video editor and then yeah. the, the host. So that's, everything working out right now for real it's weird but it's good well that's what i talked to peter about is that because we say like oh man it's so crazy how this worked out and this worked out and this worked out 
I don't think it's crazy. I think it's normal. However, we forget that we were saved before. You know what I mean? Like this worked out yeah, before. Yeah. This happened before. So it's not. I think because we don't write down. That's how come. That's why I've been like asking people like what their wins are, so they actually look for them and remember. Like, oh shit, like I remember wins. this happened. So like. I think that helps us find um, or have faith that it will happen because like things have happened to me this week. Like, holy smokes, he really got me. He put this in the timeline. But then I remember like in the past, like, wait, this have happened before, you know, where things work out in yeah. like stressful situations. So I think like, yeah, I think that's why it's important to find our wins and jot them down because on our bad days, we can look back like, oh, this happened, this worked out, and the feeling that we got when it did work out, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's no coincidence that I'm I'm here and the sun's shining. Like if I was at home, like my my room really doesn't have a window, so like, <laughs> and it's downstairs, it's yeah. like dark, depressing. But like here, like just open the window and Nate's like, look, the sun's like literally shining in the it's in the bright, room, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, so like just everything just like that. worked out so good, you know. And it's just, and I had you this week anyways you know to like to like jump on the podcast like last week i think we didn't have anything huh like i just i just like was so depressed at home but like but even though i do find positive there are t moments where like i do get like low but then i try and make that not last too long um but i highly recommend if if anyone's out there is going through the same thing of just feeling it you know yeah. that um you just reach out to your friends that that has brought you happiness before, like or yeah. laughter. Like that's why I wanted you on. I was <laughs> like, please, I need Miley's laughter right now and his jokes. I need to laugh. We but didn't yeah. laugh that much, yes. <laughs> yeah, just, I think you didn't just know got how serious. I, what yesterday? <laughs> no, oh, today? today, yeah. Well, let's run through we your came in with... your set then. Do you have a set? No, I don't have a set. Are you practicing a set? No. No. Well, let's run through our old set. I've been running through a few stuff. That you're not ready to yeah. share yet? The audience is just mean. <laughs> Can I imagine myself just like just like a like a hundreds of me's. <laughs> so you you're laughing yeah. at your own joke? Yeah. <laughs> Even in my fantasy, I'm laughing at my own joke. <laughs> That's hilarious. I feel like you come up with the best jokes though. When the people who are mean to you are around. Because you try so hard to like. Make them laugh. Or maybe even make them be even meaner to you. Oh yeah. I try to pull triggers. Like I try to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Press <laughs> buttons. Go, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me. My whole life. Oh, what did I say? What did I make jokes from? Oh. I don't have my book. Do you, do you feel like it's hard to make jokes because of everything that's going on right now? Oh, I have a lot of jokes. There was one joke I heard um, about. Um, they said this guy. Don't call me. Tony Hinchcliffe said this. He's like Kobe passing. You never hear of that. Get it? Kobe passing. Yeah. Did you get it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe passing Never heard of that Oh That's a good one oh, No but But on the real Did you hear about the freaking Man I'm never driving Do you drive with your hand out Of the window 
I've never no. don't ever do that. The the news said that on Maui, you know, in Haina, like there's that curves and yeah. the clock cars get too close. So the car, one of the car coming in opposite direction, this guy was hanging out his hand, came way too close and like it cut it off. It was nuts. Oh. And and then it was a hit and run. So the guy that like came too close and like hit his arm off and like yeah, it was a hit and run. But they try to look they try to look for him. Melissa's calling. They try to look for him and um and like they they try to put look for even the arm. Like he took the arm and left. And like the guys like try to like anyways, they try to look for him and then they ended up catching him though. But like he's in jail now. Oh, he took the arm? I guess you for call arm that robbery. Ar- oh, dang it. <laughs> Damn it. Ah. <laughs> I caught it too. I was like, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I know. I, I, Melissa disrupted me because she tried to call. You can answer it. Damn it, Melissa. <laughs> was that the joke? Yeah, that was ah, a joke. Damn it. Why took too long to see it? Like, yeah. my freaking. I was oh, like, process like, arm, 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 arm. All right. I think it's like, like story. Why do we talk about arm? I was like Bethany Hamilton and then I was like amputee, fake arm, dummy. Uh. <laughs> I was numb. like numb. <laughs> numb. <laughs> oh I was like arm robbery. Oh, that took a while. <laughs> that was a good one though. You had me. Can you imagine all the jokes that's about to come out though for this COVID nineteen? Oh. The first thing, like, if I get my, if I get open mic, the first thing I'm gonna say is like, coronavirus, quarantine, staying at home, blah blah blah. Kids annoy me. There, got it out of the way. Because <laughs> I know so that's what you're gonna man. open with. Yeah, I mean, like, if I was a fresh person, that would be the perfect thing to open with, just to like cover everything. But okay, now that I said everything, you guys are gonna say it. <laughs> I think that would be funny. Oh man. Was like, ah, I had so much freaking. You know what? I didn't. I thought we were just gonna go off, you know, and just like laugh, like joke around. But I know roast each other. Yeah. You didn't want to get deep. That's why. Not deep. I mean, that wasn't even deep. That was more like, um, positivity. You know. Yeah. Growing. We're growing. What you want to talk about? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, me and Allah are gonna. Well, we were gonna start a podcast, but. He's under strict rules right now, so... What? I thought he got released. Yeah, he's in quarantine right now. Do you have to be outside to create a podcast? <laughs> like, you guys in the same house. No, I don't want to touch... I don't want him to touch my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got to clean all that. There's Clorox wipes, all that stuff. So, when he uses the bathroom, you, like, Clorox wipes before you use the bathroom kind of a thing? I would do that a lot, actually. <laughs> really? No, he's upstairs, so we got um, the downstairs bathroom. I see that a lot, just like Clorox the toilet. So once you time. sit up from the couch, you're like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wait, don't touch my daughter. <laughs> I spray my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, did you ever hear um the see the story of why Menihunas laugh? No. Because when they run, the grass tickles their balls. <laughs> Wow, I never heard anyone use that against the many hoonies. That is messed up. I know the Lucky Charm guy what? for sure. Why he always laughing is because, never mind, because the grass tickles 
his balls. His balls. Oh, okay. But not many hoonies. Bruh, you should stay away from making fun of the many hoonies. Just saying. It's but right. have that's, you ever heard this joke? Like what is this? No. A midget with a boner. <laughs> you can't say midget. Oh, a small people with a boner. Nah, I'm just kidding. What do... Did you, why do they call them... Why can't we call them midgets anymore? That was like a term of... Even midgets used to call us midgets. Wasn't that funny? Like, you know how gay people used to call us the F-words? Yeah. Like we used to call each other the F-words. Not F-U words, the F-A-G words. Mm-hmm. Even the gay guys would call us F-words. Which was funny. Because it's like... Even we would get embarrassed. Like, that was a good yeah. roast. Like, I'm not one. You're one. And they were like, oh. I think the world's getting too soft. You know, we were progressive way before anybody else. Hoy. You know how it was normal to see gay people? It was mm-hmm. normal to see transgenders. Mm-hmm. It's like, and now people are like, oh, now we accept them. Now, blah, blah, blah. It's uh-huh. like, now we accept these people a long time ago. But you guys just had iPhones before us. That's all. Mahu was a term. I didn't know. If higher I don't ranking. know the history, the higher ranking thing. Well, it m- would make sense because a lot of storytelling is through hula, and most of the kumus are mahus. And speaking of that, like I think everybody should have a mahu friend. Like they've gotten me out of so many dark places, you know, like just bringing laughter. My my really good cousin Cameron, he was on my live a few days ago, but like. He has been like the sunshine in my rainy days for sure. For real. And like, yeah. and they're so confident. Like sunshine I get confident about rainbow. myself. But you can't really like, when you're born, you can't really decide like who you're going to be attractive to, you know? And I think that's, and like when, when it comes to happiness, that's why I think the world's changing because a lot of people are going through things, you know, like. Man, imagine all the whooping people are getting right now because they're not developing. You know? Yeah, chill, bro. Relax. <laughs> not meant the people. There's more domestic calls now because everyone's in quarantine. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> getting yeah, tired man. of each other. <laughs> Man. See, and our teachers are underpaid to be teaching those kids. Yeah. And you can't even. Can't even handle your own kids. That's oh, crazy. Bro. Imagine, but in Hawaii, like domestic calls are like, like what, way low because <laughs> nobody calls anybody. Yeah, they're like that kid deserved <laughs> it <laughs> for real. No, I think that's why like it made it easier back when the uh, teachers could lick the kids. You know, not easier, but like you know what I mean, right? Like CPS was non-existent back when I was a kid. Like if we called it. Oh, testing real love. For real. Oh, divorce rates going up after this because they cannot turn in the divorce papers now. eh? Dude, either that or we're all just going to be learning even more about ourselves. You know, like for me, being in this quarantine has allowed me to be like, why do I feel like this? Why did I just do that? Like just the simple fact about eating cold food. Me and my sister was talking about it and we're like, 
I think I like cold food because I that's all I ate as a kid. Like my mom would make us dinner. <laughs> cold pizza. Cold. Well, my mom would make us dinner at three thirty as soon as she got off of work because she's a farmer and that's a, around her dinner time, you know, because she yeah. wake up so early. And I think like coming out of this, like going back to like families and and um, uh, marriages, like. It could be a good thing, you know, and that's me looking at the positive. But um, it could be that they can find find out about each uh, their own selves and then together complement each other, you know, like because most times we look for marriage to make us happy, but in actuality, what Will Will Smith and his wife has taught me is that like you need to come into the thing um into the relationship already happy, yeah. not look for happiness in somebody yeah. else just that's depend not fair. on them for happiness looking for them to make you happy yeah like, and then once they leave then that then you just you made yourself attached to that right. you made that your happiness and once it goes then you then people are like oh i'm nothing without them right it's I'm like drugs without them. yeah yeah it's like drugs you're so dependent on another person's company that you need to find to make you yourself happy so smoke weed that's what we're saying Oh, trust me. <laughs> I think it makes you happy all the time. 1,100%. You'll make you happy before because you see all the jokes and all the cool <laughs> things about it. And then once you do it, oh, I'm not saying I did it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like, yeah, like, everyone's jamming to Bob Marley. Like, he got the lyrics. He got this. Why? Because he was happy. Why? Wiz because Khalifa, he smoked weed. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like. Oh, man. That's like basic stoner. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I have hope that everybody has a chance to come out out of this like one hundred percent better, stronger. Their marriage, their mentally. family, their. We're gonna start using our words even better too, because like right now we can't like connect as far as like give hugs or like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you gotta use your so words. I think, yeah, like. And I've allowed people to feel hugs through my words this past few days, and it's been pretty cool. Just, like, thinking about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, my wife and I, shout out to her. She's awesome. Um, we, despite this COVID-19 thing, I mean, we, I mean, we're still on our same cycle and all that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know... Um, just like Will Smith and his wife, you know, um, being happy before they come into a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think we found um, even different types of happiness, learning about each other, learning from each other. This is the coolest thing about my wife right now is that I know she could always cook, but we found this new thing. Well, I found a new happiness with her teaching me because I knew she wanted to do something in education. I knew, but I'm trying to help her pursue that so I don't have to work. <laughs> so, so she comes up with the basic income with the big income and I can just stay home with the kids but I'm waiting till they're like four or five so they get older and like easier to take care of <laughs> it's my master plan right now I'm working <laughs> but it's cool that I found a new happiness in her teaching me how to cook she's teaching me how to cut food she's teaching because I'm not that great at it mm -hmm. and because why you was never allowed in the kitchen that and because um, she's so good at cooking, you, you tasted her. Have mm -hmm. you tasted her cooking yet? Oh, okay. We got sorry, name. We got to bring you some. <laughs> but she has the best guava cake. She has best um, chest latches. Even when she's like, uh, oh, I 
man, I put too much of this or I did this wrong. I'm like, it's still good. It's so weird. And that's why we're having a cooking show with with my wife. And trust me, right, you'll learn so much from her. I still haven't learned that much from her. But I've wait. learned like little bits and pieces, which is which has grown our relationship, mm-hmm. I feel like. And um, even having kids too has grown that mm-hmm. too. So I'm I'm excited for more. That's cool. Yeah. I, I respect the fact that you're not only into your own passion, but you're helping your wife find hers. Yeah. And and like uh, gassing her up, you know, like feeling her up to like, come on, let's do it. You know, because there's no better feeling than the support of a significant other. You know, I know a lot of people who started their passion falling asleep to their number one hater. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so like for your for you guys that's that's awesome that you're looking towards um gassing her up in her own thing you know because like everybody has something they're good at yeah but like they they just need praises and like not praises but like um somebody else to like convince them like they're little hype man yeah yeah yeah. hype them up hype them up so that's cool right on keep doing that miley right that's why we've grown so much like that's why i'm she doesn't notice i'm not saying this to her no, I was kidding. You ever seen that um, on The Office? He's like, she's a great artist. She's a great person, and she's a great assistant. But I'll never tell her to her face. <laughs> and he's like, you were about to do that. And then the other guy was like, and this coworker, he's like, why wouldn't you tell her to her face? He's like, ah, oh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah. But that's real life. Is, yeah, you know, like, like there's some things that wives do way better than husbands and they need just as much as uh, approval and confirmation of yeah. that from their husband you know and that's something i'm working on too what um, did Lala say? the master to your must don't be a slave to your masculinity. masculinity i think that's what it has to do with you know but it's weird because you we say that you want to treat your wife just like how you treat your mom and i think the most important thing <laughs> is realizing how you treat your mom yeah you know like Cause I know a lot of people who are so nice to their mom and talk so like highly of them, and they do that to their wife too. And I think that has a huge play into it, you know. Yeah. Well, just like imagine, like I I've heard this perspective. Like, imagine your wife, right? And then imagine you being the spouse of your daughter or your son. Right. Would you want? Um, would you treat them like that? You know, would you treat, would you want somebody to treat your wife the way you treat, would you want someone to treat your daughter the way you treat your wife? So that's, that's the kind of perspective I've been like drawing in my head. I'm like, bro, yeah. like I could get, like, sometimes like, of course we all get annoyed with people, right? Like mm-hmm. I get annoyed, like, ah, just be quiet. But at the same time, like, wait, that's not the right thing to say. That's not the right thing to think. I should carry the baby. I should help her. You know, I should yeah. um, give her a break. You know, I try to do so much things like that's I'm reprogramming, working on it. though. Yeah, like you're trying to reprogram because you knew how you was before. So it sounds like you're you're working on changing your attitude with everything. Yeah, and that and that takes that's that's the first step, right, into like becoming a better you. Especially now with this. Um, Oh, here's what I try to get to. Especially now with this world where it's like negative, negative, negative now. with just COVID-19, people dying, people getting infected. It's like, okay, now I got to bring some... Because my wife reads a lot of these reports because she's at home a lot with the kids. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
she has things to read. She reads the news. And then I'm like, I got to bring some light into this. I got to shine some light into my wife's light. You know, she just watches the kids. And I got to show my appreciation in some way. Every single day, I find a way to show my appreciation. I find a way to just do something positive for her, um, especially now that things have gotten even crazier. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, yeah, that's why. Because the world is so negative right now. And that's the vibe I'm getting from the world. It's just everything's negative, COVID-19 and all that stuff. And we got to stay home, be sad, and president. And I don't want to get into that. But, yeah, that's the – I'm just working on it right now. That's good. Don't give up, man. Never give up. Um, I learned that from my little cousin yesterday because they're trying to find one thing positive every morning. And so he reports it back to me, and yesterday's morning was never give up. Mm. I think with all of this pandemic and stuff, it can get to us. But if you keep pushing forward, you know, and it might not be a lot one day. It might just be little tiny steps, but just continue making movement towards it. And that's where we want to end our Jing and my show. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening in. Um, no hard feelings. We didn't intentionally try to hurt anyone's feelings, but we're just trying to bring laughter and realness to the world right now, especially social media. Um, thank you, Miley, and thank you, Maleko, for letting him come. Everybody have a great day today. Um, this is probably going to be posted on a Monday, so we can do hard things. We love Mondays. It's Monday? <laughs> oh, no, it's Thursday. <laughs> Until the next episode. Outro music.